Hey, I'm Mata Joy, and this is Focused, a show that is basically about the general matters and issues happening in Nigeria. This show focus is to help the three arms of government and citizens think through the policy decisions and on today's episode, we'll be looking at one of those decisions which is, should the government use a vaccine to cope COVID-19 or not? Since the pandemic started, since the global pandemic started, they have ensured medical professionals have received training on vaccine administration. Also, there have been so many questions on if there is a vaccine or not, if the vaccine is going to be safe to use on humans, if it has been tried out before or not. There have just been so many questions rising on this vaccine issue. In the midst of the global pandemic, global health authorities and vaccine developers are currently partnering to support the technology needed to produce vaccines. It is undeniably true that the pandemic has affected the economic sector, education, se- educational sector, and most especially the health sector. Beyond the tragic health hazards and human consequences of COVID-19 pandemic, the economic uncertainties and disruptions have resulted come at a significant cost to the global economy. The United States Trade and Development Agency put the outbreak at about two trillion US dollars in 2020. Most central banks, financial ministries, and independent economic experts around the world have taken solace in the prediction that the impact might be sharp. For most developing economies, the odds of sliding into a downturn are gradually expected as the global coronavirus outbreak put severe pressure on the economic. For Nigeria, the country is still sluggishly grabbing from recovery of the 2016 economic recession, which was a fallout of global oil price crash and insufficient foreign exchange earnings to meet imports. The Nigerian federal budget for the 2020 fiscal year was prepared with with sufficient revenue expectations but with emergence of 2019 and its increasing incidence in Nigeria has called for drastic review and changes in the early, earlier revenue expectations and physical projections. Using vaccine will mean that most people will be able to go back to work and this will help to bring back the economy as it were before the pandemic. Vaccine saves millions of lives each year. Vaccines work by training and preparing the body natural defenses, immune system to recognize and fight off the viruses and bacteria they target. If the body is exposed for, for those diseases causing germs later, the body is immediately ready to destroy them, preventing illness. However, there are other factors to consider before administering vaccines. First of all, Vaccines take years to develop, especially when they haven't test, they haven't been tested. Several vaccines for SARS, which is COVID-19, have been tested in animals. Most of the vaccines improved animal survival, but didn't prevent infection. Some vaccines are caused are caused some vaccines cause complications such as lung damage. A COVID-19 vaccine will need to be thoroughly tested to make sure it is safe for humans.
An effective COVID-19 vaccine would need to provide people with long-term infection protection. On the other hand, younger people respond well to vaccine than the, than the aged. So an ideal vaccine would work well for the age group between 50 and older. Also, healthcare workers wouldn't have enough time to know or learn the way to administer this vaccine to people. They will need to ensure medical professionals undergo an orientation or receive training on vaccine administration. Before we go any further, we'll be going on a short break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Right before the break, we looked at the health costs of using and not using the vaccine. We made mention of how this vaccine would probably work effectively for the younger ones and not and otherwise and ha- happen otherwise for the aged ones. We looked at how um, health workers might not be able to administer the vaccine without going and or, um, going through a training or an orientation or how to administer these vaccines. So still speaking on health costs. Development of vaccines requires new technologies and equipment, and there are hardly enough equipment provided for healthcare workers, especially those in developing se- in the in the developing countries. Who recently is working with the government, industry, and pandemic supply chain network to boost production of equipment for medical practitioners, especially those at the front line. In addition to this, most schools in affected areas are finding stopgap solutions to continue teaching, but the quality of learning is heavily dependent on the quality and level of digital assets they have. After all, only around 60% of the globe's population is online, while virtual classes on personal tablets may be the norm in some countries like Nigeria, Hong Kong, for example, many students in less developed economies rely on lessons and assignments sent via WhatsApp or email. Moreover, the less affluent and and digital savvy individual families are, the further their students are left behind. When virtual classes are going on, these children or those children lose out because of the cost of devices and data plans. With all this being said, we need to make informed decisions on either to use vaccine or not. And we have to and today on our show we have a guest who will be recommending which to go for. But before that we'll be going on a short break. Welcome back and still on the topic, should the government use the vaccine or not? We have a guest on our show. She's a medical officer at the World Health Organization, Ms. Afola Ewe. Good day, ma. You're welcome. It's a pleasure having you on today's show. It's my pleasure. As you're well aware, today's episode is on on the vaccine situation on ground and it's appears that the government is still deciding on whether to use the vaccine or not. And on today's episode, we are evaluating this decision. 
First question, my first question to you, ma'am. How long will it take for the vaccine to be developed and to be distributed? Okay, so sincerely speaking, no one can really put a date on when the vaccine um, can be developed and distributed or ready for distribution because um, normally before you distribute vaccines to countries for usage, it has to undergo proper and proper series of testing and and before it can be considered safe to give humans because you're looking at the safety of humans or rather you are trying to create a strong immune system for human beings in order to tackle the virus so um first of all when you're taking these tests you have to First of all, when you're undergoing this test, you have to experiment on animals first to know if the vaccine will be fit to to know if it's going to be effective. It is the results you get after testing the vaccine on animals that will determine if it is okay for you to try or test it out on humans. Okay. Um, should the government use this vaccine or not if eventually there is a vaccine provided COVID-19? Well, in my opinion, I feel the government should actually use the vaccine because we are talking about the safety of lives here. As long as the vaccines have been tested and they have been proven to be effective, then I see no no reason why we shouldn't take this vaccine. Uh, some people may be of the opinion that um, the vaccines may come with their side effects, but I believe that no amount of side effects will be able to outweigh the 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 positive parts that the vaccine is going to give. I mean, look at the economy. When we give these vaccines to people, you know, to create a strong immune system from the virus, it's going to enable them to you know bounce back and get on with their day-to-day activities go about their jobs you know and then it will create um, a stable economy and also the educational sector when we look at the educational sector for students it's going to create a a link or a close of the information gap that occurred during the pandemic yeah the students will be able to get back to their normal schooling daily activities ah. And also, when we have taken these vaccines, the fear, you know, the fear of having... Also, I believe that when we use this vaccine, there will be confidence that to go about our, our daily activities because you know that you're not contacting this virus from anyone because you're taking the vaccine and then you're immune to it. So your confidence level will be boosted and then the risk or the... The, the the fear of contacting this virus will be reduced also there will be reduced also there will be reduction of fear and panic attack because also the fear of contacting this virus was a contributing factor to the increase of death rates in humans during this pandemic okay now what would be the best solution if there is a vaccine and the best solution to procure if there is no vaccine provided? The best solution if there's a vaccine is 
the government should be able to put in place all the requirements needed to take this vaccine, such as um, adequate health practitioners. There should be an orientation of health workers to learn how to administer the vaccine on people. And then people should learn to go to the hospitals and the medical centers nearby so that you can take these vaccines and instead of waiting for um after maybe you have contacted the virus before getting the vaccine because the vaccine is supposed to prevent you from getting the virus so it's be advisable to go to the health medical health centers before you contact the virus but on the other hand if there are no vaccines i would advise that people continue with the personal protective equipment that we have been using prior to the coming of the vaccine which include hand sanitizers you know using a face mask face shields and then observing social distancing until then medical practitioners health workers and the world health organization will keep on working to ensure that this vaccine is created okay ma thank you very much for being on this podcast yeah okay guys this brings today's episode to an end in case there are still contributions that you want to make or questions you would like to ask please direct those to joyatta at gmail.com or at focus underscore podcast on instagram or on facebook thank you very much for sticking with us today thank you very much for being on today's episode until i see you next time bye